This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's past, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on what has turned out to be a very rainy Monday afternoon. We are live, 893-1450. If you'd like to give us a call, we'd be glad to talk with you today. Jeff Jordan, as per usual, on Monday is here and with a smile on his face and love in his heart. Both of those things. That's that's exactly correct. And it poured at the Jordan household. Oh, today. my gosh. It did on the poor side of town, too. Okay. All right. I'm glad to get that rain. That's okay. That's fine. It thundered and clapped, and it took the electricity oh. out for about 10 seconds, which is long enough to make the Internet go wild and crazy, and it took a while to get that. I think back... We're fussing about the internet going out, right? You're right. <laughs> Air conditioner stayed on. That's all that matters. Is the roof, the roof was steady. It held everything off. Mine, mine, mine did not go off. Um, but I, if you know, if we just get just a little flicker, it takes the uh, TV a while to. Well, that's what I say. It is two seconds. I mean, it didn't go off <laughs> for a long period of time. Two seconds is back on, but internet didn't jump in nearly that quick. But that's okay, Jeff. Lots of things. Lots of things going on. Uh, baseball. Oh, really? Which we had buried last Monday. <laughs> we heard buried over and over and over. And I hadn't even heard that there was a proposal out there that they were going to vote on before they came out and said they got it solved. 60-game schedule beginning uh, July 23rd or 24th, of half and half, I guess, uh, 60 games, and which means they'll finish up about October. And they're going to play in their stadiums, a very limited uh, geographic region. There will be no cross country trips Mets and Dodgers won't be playing each other but uh, a couple rule changes that are there that uh, it's gonna be interesting to, to say the very least it is and I, I think there's, I'm not sure about the all the rule changes you and I were talking about them before the show and our extensive show prep uh, <laughs> but we, we first of all we do have a DH in both leagues so uh, for this and, year for this year and then that was that's going to end next year and then they're going to come back and do it aren't they I don't. I don't know that. What I do know is, it's, unless they make a rule change for next year, it's, it'll go back the way it was. There's a lot of folks out here speculating that it will stay in place. I'm, I'm of the opinion that it probably should stay in place. Well, I, I, but I don't really I like care. the idea that the two leagues do the same thing. I, yeah. it, it, to me, it's it's a little bit unfair going to the World Series and playing the home city, and you have to do it one way, and you go to the other city, and you have to do it the other way. All star game is I, I don't you're right and I um I I it is painful to watch a lot of these pitchers hit but of course now it's a lot worse 
because they've you know a lot of these guys have never hit. Sure. And it's and that's like me sending me up to the plate. That would be pitiful. So you know. But anyway, I guess it'll be all right. And it, did I have this right coming up the hall that? Uh, is it the the tenth inning where you start? When they go to extra innings, you will start every half inning with a runner on second base. I assume, Jeff, that means the guy. I, I'm guessing it's the first guy in order, or I don't know, or or you can pick somebody off the bench and put any designated runner you want out there. I don't know whether that means if I'm hitting seventh and I'm first up in the tenth inning, I go to second base and the eighth hitter bats or not. I, I really don't know that. In softball. Um... Uh, it, it's played that way, and uh, high school softball, isn't it? Isn't it? The, it is, but I can't. Inning? I can't tell you the rule. I, I can't either. And but I thought it was the last player to the guy, the person that Could made be. the last out the inning before. Yeah, that, that would make a little sense too. Um, but so you start out the inning with a runner at second. Um, that seems a little. I don't know what it seems like, but certainly not a major league kind of thing that I would want to do. But why would they do that? Uh, uh, to try to keep a game from going 21 innings. Oh, okay. All right. It's going to end in the 10th or 11th or 12th. I think I would change it just this much. Innings 10 and 11, play them just like you always do. Mm. When you get to 12, we're going to start doing some gimmicks. We're going to to find a way to get this game over with. Okay. Load the bases. Well, yeah. I I was (laughs) – give everybody 10 runs. (laughs) I don't know what you do. uh, But, okay, I I think – I did hear somebody say that that was also the intent to to spark interest that people would come to see that. I don't know Uh, that. I don't know. I don't don't buy that at all. What I do buy is it will end the games quicker and it'll it'll save pitching staff. Okay. I think that is the intent. Can I I say something on another subject entirely? Of course. (laughs) Evidently, I owe an apology to the state of Mississippi. <laughs> of course, I did not know when I said last week that, that they would not change the flag anytime soon. And I, I turns out I was right about that in a way, because it's going to be at least November, I think, before that gets done. But they essentially have done it, yes, right? Yes. And I didn't know they were in session. Uh, and uh, Tennessee's not in session. So, but when the legislature was in session, well, they voted on it the next day, I think. And then they, they're going to revise their flag. It's the last one, as Dalton told me last week. It was the last one in the nation that has a Confederate flag on it. And um, so that football player, <laughs> he started something. He said he wasn't going to sign. Well, I'm right? not sure he started it. I think he, he, he certainly put some voice to it. A well, bit, okay. But. but anyway, they're going to take that off. They've already done it. It's uh, The bill's passed, and the, the governor hadn't signed it yet, but they've already taken all their flags down, and new flags will be made so somewhere somewhere a, a seamstress is busy making a lot of what it looks like all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back and uh got a phone call waiting for us so we'll get to that right after this on all sports talk all right guys prioritizing your health now is more important than ever It's important to not only build your immune system, but to address any chronic health issues you may have. As you might know, I've been personally recommending Low T Center for years. Yes, this is Scott. Call 615-603-3542. That's 615-603-3542. Or book online at LowTCenter.com. Again, that's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building is an upscale boutique thrift shop. 
Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name-brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. We're doing some flag waving as we celebrate Independence Day in Murfreesboro. The Heart of Tennessee annual Murfreesboro fireworks display will light up the sky at 9 p.m. July 4th. There's a new location on Medical Center Parkway. Although there's no official venue for games, music, or food, you can join us here on WGNS beginning at 7 p.m. from wherever you view the fireworks display for the pre-show. We'll have music and surprise guests leading up to a patriotic melody accompanying the fireworks display all heard on FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. The Heart of Tennessee annual Murfreesboro Fireworks Display, July 4th, is presented by the City of Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation, Murfreesboro Police Department, Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue, and WGNS Radio. Find a place in the Medical Center Parkway area, bring a picnic, your lawn chairs, and listen to WGNS beginning at 7 p.m., leading up to the 9 p.m. fireworks display set to music. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan joins me, Jeff, in a couple of minutes. Somewhere along the line, we're going to talk a little bit about what I call D-Day, the time that some decisions will have to be made all across the state as far as what schools are going to do, what athletics schools will do. But we'll save that for a little while later down the line. We've got a caller. Let's get to that right now. How's it going, Tim? Everything's good. What's up? Well, I've got to, I just want to ask you, you guys are talking about Mississippi. I've seen on this weekend some people were protesting against the state cap or something. They said they wanted to have the will of the people or something. Uh, they were saying something about about 20 years ago. They, I guess, they put it to referendum or something, and they voted to keep the uh, Confederate, Confederate uh, symbol on the flag. So I don't know. If that's what the hell years ago. But of course, like you said, the governor's going to sign the bill, and they, I know they're going to redesign the flag. So I'm not sure what it's going to look like. But I know it's not going to have the symbol on there. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah. That. That. That's going to happen. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's, it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, my opinion, for what it's worth, I think it's past due. I think it's the right thing to do. But Yeah, I think it is, too. I just, you know, like I say, they just, you know, I, I know when the uh, when NASCAR said they weren't going to have any more of the uh, the Confederate flag, I know that first race, I think it was Talladega or whatever, and some group, it was a group in Columbia, the Confederate veterans, they flew a, a, over the over the, they had the Confederate flag and said, 
NASCAR, you know, all that, all that stuff about the Confederate flag and stuff. But he does have a lot of connotations. But I didn't know if you guys saw this week the uh, Taylor Slay's going to have a board of control meeting about classification. So I don't know. Is this the year they do that, Tim? Do you know? This is the year they will vote on it. It'll go into effect next year. So the, okay. the, the well, 2021 season is, is set, but the 21-22 season is is the first of a four-year classification year. So, yes. Okay. Some, yeah, they, they were saying something about they, they were going to, I guess, leave it the way it was or they might delay it, I think, what I was what I was reading. So, I don't know. They're just going to have a meeting and talk about it, I guess, you know, this week or whatever. But I'm hoping we have some kind of football. I know all these cases are spiking and, and everything else. It's just, you know, a lot of stuff. I hope we have some. I know you guys are going to mention the sure. team. If, if, if the high schools don't have fans, is there a point of them playing? Because there won't be any. They won't be able to make any for their programs. I just want to ask y'all what y'all, how y'all felt about that. And I'll just hang up and listen to y'all's comments. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Jeff, the wishing part of it, wish we could play, wish we could this, wish we could that. Uh, there's very few people, as I say. There's uh, You can't get 100% consensus on anything, but I think we're 99.5%. In the fact that we want to do, we wish we could do everything just like it's supposed to happen in August, right? Right. Get schools open up, get every kid in classrooms, get your buses running, get your schools, get your games played, get your money in the concession stands, all that in place. It's what we wish could happen, but we can't do the what wish we got to do what what is prudent. And in uh, in this county, at least, uh, July 9th is a school board meeting where apparently that decision will be made. And as Mr. Spurlock is very prone to say, it's, sometimes it's just too early to know. But at some point in time, that the decision has to be made. And sports are going to be tied, you would think, to what happens with the opening of schools. Such a such a complicated problem. It, it's just, uh, well, obviously it's not impossible because something will happen, right? Sure. There will be a decision made. Um let, let me be clear here, and and you've already said it. On on the ninth, the Rutherford County School Board, which includes me, will meet. And part of our agenda, I have no idea where it occurs on the agenda. Starts at five o'clock at the central office. Um, sometime during the evening, we we will after I'm probably a lot of debate and discussion and some leadership from um, Mr. Spurlock and others. We'll decide on a plan to how we're going to handle the reopening of school, period. Now, we have to turn in that plan to the state of Tennessee by July 24th, which gives us um, uh, about um, two weeks. Two weeks. It would be right. 15 days, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know this for certain, but I, I would assume that if that plan clearly won't work after some date, you know, we could change that plan, you know, I would assume. Sure. Um, but that's the rules. That's kind of what we have got to do now. The State Department of Education, and I can speak as a school board member who's retiring in just a couple of, a couple of months, um, the State Department of Education quite often annoys the heck out of me. Uh, I really get upset with them. But in this case... I think they are right, and uh, without question, they have told us, they have told everybody, mm-hmm. that they expect 180 days of instruction, which is what the school year is, 180 days, and six and a half hours per day. 
for every student, I think kindergarten is four hours, a virtual school if, if to match it, six and a half hours of something. Now, what would we expect them to say? You know, I mean, that, that's what we would expect them to say. Well, sure. Uh, and, and they said that. And so that's what we are facing, how to go about that, how to do that. We don't know yet. And I'm aware of the fact that that we're going to inconvenience a lot of people, no matter, probably no matter what we do, unless we go back just full time and ignore everything with the virus. And that's an option to to go on back and just crank it up on, I'm not sure the actual date, but it's August 5th or 4th or something like that. And the 6th is election day. So I think it's an in-service day. Yeah. it's like that Friday that week. I'd have to look and see. I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, it's right in there. Uh, and th- uh, that's an option. Virtual school, part-time students, uh, uh, every other day, uh, longer school day, hours in the school. There's a lot of different options. And, uh, and we're going to e- explore every one of them, I guess. And as I say, sports is going to be part of that as well, yeah. you, would, you would think, because they're going to need to follow – need to. They will follow the same rules, you would think, that the, the school day is going to happen. So – uh, we're getting awful close, and, and it's not trending the right direction right now. No, it's not. It's not at all. And uh, although you didn't use the term, but if 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 we have to go back to school in any shape or form and social distance, if we have to do that, and I'm not saying we should or shouldn't. I'm saying if we are told to do that, um, or we decide to do that, you're not going to be able to play any sports because Correct. obviously we can't social distance and play and play anything. So uh, it, it will apply to you know chemistry and football and algebra and and business RTC uh, and band and yeah the, all of it the whole and um, uh, all that will be uh, on a very limited basis or no basis whatsoever. And that's that's a hard hard decision to to think about. Uh, it's just it's just impossible. And I might add. Um, uh, I think we did mention this last week. If if um, if we went back and to, if we sent everybody back and social distance, both of those things, first of all, I think it's impossible. I don't think it can be done. But if you figured out a way how you could do that, all right, and social distance everybody in a high school of over 2,000 people. I don't know how you do it, but I, if you decided, I don't think I've it's possible. I've been there and done that. I don't think, I don't it, think, I don't so. think it's possible. But if you, if you wanted to try that and you wanted to do that and you did it and you did it on your buses where you've got to do it on the buses too, and we transport over twenty uh, two or 23,000 people a day, if, if you, okay, you do all of that, it's going to cost a fortune yeah. to do that. I mean, not just a few hundred thousand and, dollars. And, I'm and, talking about millions. And, and certainly the... <laughs> Part B of all this thing, Jeff, is that revenue is going to be down in the county and the state because of this, for sure, because so so much of it's sales tax generated and and so much money going out. It it's a it's a problem that has no great answer. It just does not. And whatever whatever happens, even even if you decide to go all the way back, let's let's just go full steam ahead, wide open. There's going to be some parents and probably some teachers, Jeff, that are going to say, "I can't do this. Right? I can't do this. What happens then?" What happens to that child that can't do that or won't do that, you know, or the teacher that won't won't do that? It's pretty difficult to say. We're going. Well, we're just going to fire you. We're going to give you an F and be, be on your way. <laughs> well, we. I mean, there's so many problems that rear their ugly head immediately. Um, uh, like how many teachers are you going to have to hire 
to, to do the social distancing thing, um, and it's a lot. Uh, how many times the bus is going to have to run? Well, every bus will likely be running the route three times in the morning and three times in the afternoon rather than once. Somebody's got to pay for all that. Um, bus, somebody's got to get on the bus at 5 o'clock in the morning and sit at school for two and a half hours. Right. Somebody's got to take care of them. Um, I don't know uh, how many teachers are going to be willing to do that. I wouldn't uh, – same salary. I wouldn't think show up, you know, at 6 rather than 8 uh, and go home at uh, 5.30 rather than 3.30. I'm not sure how many of them are going to be willing to do that. Uh, we, we've had re- requests from bus drivers, and I understand it. Hey, I get it. I Hey, I'd probably be asking the same thing. <clears throat> Who's going to clean up my bus three times a day? Can the custodians at the school come out and clean up our buses? Well, it, I understand that. On question. these rules, you, once you let some kids out, you're going to need to go through the bus and, and give it a cleaning, right? Exactly. What you're saying. Exactly. Which is and, 15, 20 minutes at the very least. And if, I don't know if people are aware of it or not, but you go out to Oakland one afternoon and watch the buses line up and then watch them all leave, and it is an extensive line of buses. Have I said this is a problem that has no solution? I think you said that. <laughs> we do have a solution to our break. Chip Walters is coming up right after this. Folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's still busy, but it's moving 24 east and west here at Almaville Road, 840. Stop and go there at Broad and Church. Still a lot of traffic on Sam Ridley coming off the interstate. They're headed back out towards Smyrna. Hey, it's time to have some summertime fun at Adventures Unlimited on the Okoye River. Book online at adventuresunlimited.net. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time track. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. 
Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, we're headed to Chip Walters, who I hope can answer the question, will I be able to go to the Duke Middle Tennessee football game in uh, September the 5th? Uh, Chip, I know you're not going to answer that question, but go ahead with what you got. <laughs> well, good afternoon, everybody. And wow, what a batch of thunderstorms we had this afternoon. Oh, yeah. And as hot and muggy as it was, you knew that uh, something had to give, and that something was the rainfall. And boy, did we get some this afternoon. Hope everybody Got through that okay. Well, we've told you that we'll spend a little bit of time here over the next few weeks uh, talking a little bit about uh, different positions. We went through the offensive line last week, and we'll kind of go to the defensive backfield today. <clears throat> we'll start out um, with uh, on the cornerbacks, and Kenneth Gilstrap, former Blue Raider, great back uh on the coaching staff. He's 28 years old now. He turns 29 tomorrow. He has an equally young crop of cornerbacks this year to work with. But while they don't have much experience, he's excited about their talent. His first group at MTSU featured three seniors, Desmond Anderson, Chris Stamps, and Justin Brown. His group might be young this year with one junior, a sophomore, two redshirt freshmen, and two true freshmen. But they're both competitive and versatile most could uh, switch over to safety if needed and for several players who li- who are listed as safeties could move uh, outside or into a nickel or corner roll if need be so they've got versatility back there the the true freshmen are davon martin and Diedrich stanley the second they join the group this season as talented three-star recruits. They'll fight for wide-open starting spots at corner this year with redshirt Raheem Fuller bringing back the most experience with two career starts. Fuller, a 6'3", 204-pound junior from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, played in 10 games last year, started two. Teldrick Ross played in four games last year, had one start, um, missed eight games due to injury. He was a high school quarterback. Quincy Riley, redshirt freshman, played in three games last year before taking a redshirt. Jalen Jackson, redshirt freshman from Tampa, Florida, played in four games before taking a redshirt. Newcomers include freshman Davon Martin, 5'11", 167, Orlando, Florida. Diedrich Stanley II, a freshman from Miami, 5'9", 181. So that is a look at the cornerback positions. At safety, the uh, projected starters include the return of Reed Blankenship after that devastating injury a year ago. Blankenship back for his senior year. The Athens, Alabama native, 6'1", 196, started seven games last year before breaking his leg. Uh, he is uh, enters 2020 with 233 career tackles and eight career interceptions. Kylan Stribling out of Independence High School in Williamson County returns redshirt senior, six feet, 198, 
The rest of the group includes junior Greg Great, who had a pick six a couple of years ago. DeCorian Patterson, redshirt sophomore from Ocala, Florida. Marve Myers-Glover, redshirt freshman from West Orlando, Florida. Marcus LaFrance, redshirt freshman, North Lauderdale, Florida. Darius McClendon, redshirt freshman from Boynton Beach, Florida. And uh, Kyle Key, a redshirt sophomore from Naples, Florida. So it's interesting, the, the makeup of the two major positions in the defensive backfield. Corners, not very experienced at all, but a lot of experience at safety. You might see some of those guys juggle positions. All right, that's it for this Monday update. We'll have another update coming for you tomorrow. It didn't quite answer my question, but at least I know who's going to be playing the cornerback and safety position <laughs> if and when they play. Uh, Jeff, by the way, is brought to you by uh, Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin for your financial needs. I want to make sure we throw that in there, Jeff. Yes. Any comments on chippers? Well, I'm just, you know, well, you, you, you want to hear that voice doing the game, don't you? You do. I hope he gets a chance. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we're going to talk a little hockey, a little NFL, a little NBA, and uh, whatever's on your mind, 893-1450, if you'd like to give us a call. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan joins me on All Sports Talk today. Jeff, uh, we're a system in this country of procedures. Most everything included that. All Sports Talk has a procedure. I'm, it's a little loose, but we have one anyway. But kind of go through a little bit of what the procedure is or how, how the decision where the decision has to be made, can be made, what you have to follow and what, you, what you're able to do as far as opening schools and getting athletics underway. Well, the school board will have to vote on recommendations from our director or make up or override those and do something else by vote. Yes. Um, but – he and he has made it very clear repeatedly that he's going to be listening to health departments and his bosses, which um, are the state of Tennessee and the State Department of Education. And if they tell us to do something uh, and if, or we can't do something, uh, well, we're going to follow that. Sure. I mean, it, it'd just be foolish if for no other reason then they control a lot of our money. <laughs> and uh, uh, we better do what they say, 
Uh, that's just obviously just one reason, but there are, there are others. But if you get advice from the health department and uh, the state department of education or others that it's uh, unsafe to do a certain thing, I think you'd be foolish to 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 go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I just don't think that one, that's got, not going to work. So the school board and the director, we may not have, we do not have the final word, and we may not have it. Um, I don't know. We were just talking during the break there uh, uh, that Nashville, uh, the mayor, who has some considerable authority, uh, he he had um, mask. If you go outside today in Nashville, yeah, uh, there's some exceptions, uh, but uh, basically you're going to be wearing a mask, and if you don't, uh, you could be arrested. So I'm probably going to wear a mask, aren't you? I mean, I, I would think so. And uh, I don't know how that would fit in with football, but probably not very well. Not well at all. Um, so I think you get my idea. But at any rate, uh, um, I don't think there's any indication that uh, uh, school board is going to try to go off on some, the Rutherford County School Board, uh, you know, off on their own and make up their own rules and uh, defy people. We're not going to do that. NBA. Major League Baseball, NHL, soccer, they have a different set of procedures. They don't have a school board to answer to, they, but they still do have a, a government to answer to in some ways. They can't if, – if a state governor or a city mayor, Jeff, mandates something, for example, the Titans, right today, based upon that, couldn't play football, could they? No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. And um, if you make an exception for professional football – Man, you talk about howling and growling. It, it wouldn't work, would it? No, that, that, that's not going to work. Um, I, uh, I I've noticed, and we, we already talked about baseball. Um, uh, th- this this whole thing, uh, and gosh, I guess this gets old, maybe for people to hear this. Sure. but it, but it, it is the truth. Uh, it, th- this entire thing is very shaky. It is because the numbers are in a lot of places, including regrettably the state of Tennessee are not getting any better generally. Um, and um, if that continues, then uh, all our plans are, I think, uh, well, they're, they're on very shaky ground. Um, I, I think they've, they've tested. I think I, I heard this morning um, the Hockey League um, NHL has, has, has tested 250 people, 15 cases came out. Is that right? Uh, I, I believe that's correct. Um, and as we also talked about last week, and this just starts, it's just starting, really, but it'll, it'll, it'll pick up in the next few days, of people that are not going to play um, uh, baseball or NBA basketball. And uh, the NBA, of course, the teams are expanding their rosters if they can, picking up players if they can, uh, trying to make themselves better for this, what's going to be a very shortened season. And the, the, I think it was the, the, I think he's the first baseman for the Nationals. Did you, did you see that today? I did not, no. Zimmerman, who's a star. Third baseman. Uh, he's a third baseman. Yeah. Uh, really good player. Very good player. He's not going to play. And um, and the reason uh, that he gave was that he has three small children, and and he has a a, a, a mother who, who I think lives with him and his wife, and she is very sick. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to take a chance. Well, I, I get that. Sure. I, uh, I understand that. Well, that that may just be the first of many. Um, well, so they're, they're, Major League Baseball is following a different model than NBA and NHL. NHL and NBA both, Jeff, am I right, are going to pretty much put all their players in one place. Or two. Yeah. Or two places or whatever, but they're not going to be 
fanning out, going city to city, place to place. Basically, going to be under a, a very strict guideline so that they can keep that under control. Baseball is going to be traveling. Cincinnati Reds are going to play in Great American Ballpark against the Chicago Cubs. And people from Chicago are probably going to come from to, to, to the ball game. I'm sure they go to Cleveland, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, probably Something teams like that. that are close. So, uh, in the NBA, all their players were in the same place, which is Disney World, right? Uh, that's right. And NHL's uh, got two cities they haven't identified yet, have they? I don't think they have. I, I think one of them was Las Vegas, and, and I, I don't know that I heard where the other one is yet. I'm not sure they've decided. The NBA um, had a – Oh, they got all kinds of rules. I mean, extensive rules as to what the players can do, where they can go, uh, and how many people can come with them, how many coaches, how many staff members, that sort of thing. And they're testing, I know I I read this, they're testing all of them every other day. It begs the question, though, in my my mind, one league does it, Major Mm. League Baseball is somewhat wide open. I don't know if it's. I don't know if they're going to turn the spigot up and let fifty thousand people in the stadium. I, do we, I don't know that or not. But they're going to travel. They're going to be on planes. They're going to do that. Where the NHL and NBA are going to try to get under lockdown as long as they can for the season, which means a Zimmerman in that league, he wouldn't be going home anyway to, to his sick mother, right? I, that's correct. I guess I. Uh... I did hear the controversy today, but I don't think it's settled yet as to whether you're going to allow fans in because, and some of the owners wanted to, um, they wanted to allow the the fans to to come in to watch their games and obviously pay money and buy hot dogs uh, by the rules that are in their cities. Yes. Rather rather than your city, um, so, and they use the example of of, of Miami that nobody could go to Miami, but. Uh, uh, but Green Bay could just open wide up, you know, wide open. Well, of course, some of the owners don't like that and uh, that sort of thing. So I'm not talking about when they play each other now. They're going to split the gate. So it's it's complicated. Very, it, it, very, very complicated. It is. Uh, Jeff, sh- sh- share with me, uh, I think I'm right in saying all graduations in Rutherford County were, take, were took place last week. I believe they're all over it, right? I, well, I think um, – Yes, I, I believe that there's an adult and there's a there's a. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I'm not sure that Holloway has had there. I, I guess they did. I, yeah, I guess. Well, kind of give us a little bit of a how, how that went. And, and is there any chance? Somebody asked me this. Any chance that they'll continue to do this on the football field instead of in Murphy Center next year? You think? If they do, of course I won't be there anyway. But if they do, I hope they get more comfortable chairs for <laughs> <laughs> the board members and the graduates. But I went to two this year, and usually I go to four or five. But this year I went to two. I went to Rockvale. It's the first one. A lot of good friends out there, and and I went to Rockvale. It was fine. It was it, it was in the gym. Uh, they had a good crowd. Uh, there was no social distancing hardly in in the crowd. Yes. Very few masks. Uh, the graduates, however, from for people that didn't practice, they really did a good job. Steve Luger, the principal, he had them, and they did well, and they they were wearing masks. They social distance. It went it went very well. Um, uh, I was uh, pleased to attend, and uh, and I, it's my kind of meeting. I had no duties, so <laughs> just sit there like good, it. right? Right. And then I went to Riverdale, um, and uh, it, it looked unusual, kind of, because the chairs were social distance. They're on the football field. They they faced um, the uh, uh, north end zone, uh, right into the sun, which amused me. 
but I don't know why they did it that way, but they did. And um, social distance, as I said, um, I'm going to tell you, I know Rockville had like 105, something like that. Um, next year, by the way, they'll be right back with everybody else with three or 400. Yeah. I, I can promise you they will. Um, more than that, probably. But anyway, uh, Riverdale had um, uh, 480, I think, was the final number, something like that, close to that. But it being it occurring a month later, some of these kids had gone in the service. Some of them were whatever. They were gone. Couldn't come on that night. I think they graduated about 430, something like okay. that. And uh, it was I like the outside. It was a, a really nice evening. It really was. A good crowd, of course. Um, and um, uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's long, sure. You know, it is. Uh, when you got to call 400 and some odd names. And they got a, but, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll say this. Well, I shouldn't. I, I, I don't want really, to really get into anything. Well, yeah, I do, too. But I really wish that many of our crowd members would um, maybe be a little quieter. Sure. Can I put it that way? Sure. Um, but uh, uh, still, it was be, fun. Be respectful of the moment. I, I would I would think so, yes. I, I would like a little more of that. But then I'm old and old school. So um, I, I think uh, my wife was telling me, and she's right, uh, have we have we done that at Central, we would have been shot immediately on site um, <laughs> if someone had yelled. But uh, at any rate uh, – uh, it, and I liked it outside. I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it, it. It was fun. But you always got that weather thing to worry say, about. If you get, could guarantee that you'd have a nice, pleasant evening, mm. that's exactly the thing to do. Save a lot of money, first of all. Save a lot of – you control your own destiny is how you do things. But, boy, Jeff, if you're sitting there at 4 o'clock and the forecast is coming in and you're going to have to make a decision and make a, hopefully make a right one because if you move into the gym and it doesn't rain, then you got a problem. If you move in it does rain, you got a problem because you can't get – we barely get 400 kids on the floor. You couldn't social distance 400 kids, could you? No. You told me the gym. No. No, I don't think you could. No, no, no. It, it wouldn't work. Um, and, uh, of course, we had podium people and the school board and, and, uh, and, and uh, staff members there. Um, it, uh, now, Smyrna anticipated a problem, and uh, it, it turned out it didn't happen, but, but, but they did the right thing. I have no idea how it worked. I assume it worked okay, but they moved inside. Yeah. Uh, and moved their graduation to 1 o'clock in the afternoon and had a drive-through. That's what they did. They didn't move it inside. They had a drive-through, and then if you wanted pictures made, you could go in the, in the school and you could have pictures made. Um, so I assume that that went okay. But uh, that, that would not be near as much fun as the individual sitting out there and having your valedictorians talk and, and, uh, and, and other things. And uh, as I said, both Riverdale and Rockvale both did very well. All right, let's take our last break. We're going to come back and actually talk about the season as if it's going to happen, Jeff. Okay. We're going to just be very optimistic and talk Middle Tennessee football, Oakland, Riverdale, Rockvale, Blackman, Siegel, football, just a little bit right after this on All Sports Talk. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We are News Radio WGNS.
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. It's still busy, but it's moving 24 east and west here at Almaville Road, 840. Stop and go there at Broad and Church. Still a lot of traffic on Sam Ridley coming off the interstate. They're headed back out towards Smyrna. Hey, it's time to have some summertime fun at Adventures Unlimited on the Akoi River. Book online at adventuresunlimited.net. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time. We do it your way. Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff is uh, right, right at a uh, month from now. Yes. Make it five weeks. Six okay. Weeks. High school football is supposed to be playing real games, right? Uh, yes, they Something are. Something like that. Uh, Oakland is unbeaten at eleven and zero. Let's quit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's it's really one of the sad parts about this whole thing, Jeff. We, we spent very little, if any, time really talking about what we think the season is going to be, and. and between me and you and the gateposts, since we're not getting much information out of those places, and they don't really know either because they haven't practiced, they haven't done a lot of things. I'm not sure they know what they got. Exactly. As much. I mean, they don't. We can look and see their roster, what they brought back, and how they did the year before, uh, and that's about it. That's about all we know. And the transfers that are coming in and so forth, and so on. Now that said, Jeff, almost always in high school football, you go back to was good last year, and that's where you start. Oakland Riverdale have been leading the way. Riverdale's, excuse me, Oakland and Blackman. Riverdale's beginning to make some make up some ground. Uh, Rockvale will be a player, Jeff, in the next year or two, wouldn't you think? Last yes. year they they were the new kid on the block with precious few seniors on a team, very little experience on a team. You got Laverne with a new coach. You got Smyrna that's got uh, some tradition and some history that's there. Any thoughts on what you th- would predict? And, and that leaves out Eagle. I don't want to do that. Middle Tennessee Christian School. And Providence Christian School is going to start a football team this year. They are with uh, with eight man football, yeah. as I understand yeah. it. Um, I, I think it's safe to say, and I think maybe we went over this a couple of weeks ago or three, maybe. Uh, I think Oakland will still be the favorite uh, uh, this year, and I think if anybody beats Oakland, that team will win the district, mm-hmm. whoever that is. I don't know if that will happen or not. I think Blackman and Riverdale will fight it out for second. Um, and, you know, it's a shame in a way to say uh, Oakland's done such a superior job here in recent years that it's it's easy to to maybe just discount other people, you mm-hmm. know, who are also having excellent years uh, or, or good years. But at any rate, I think that's probably where we are. And, uh, and, and I don't know enough about the um, – gosh, I don't know anything about uh, – Middle Tennessee Christian, I think they've changed coaches. They have. Um, and, Siegel High School's changed coaches. Uh, yes, they have. And uh, uh, Eagleville, uh, Floyd Walker's still out there, does a great job. Um, and uh, I, I imagine they will be strong again, playoff bound, I, I hope. Um, 
but um, there's just so little information to go on as to as to as to the relative strength of the teams. We've got no spring practice to talk about, no summer passing league to talk about, nothing. Yeah, the seven on seven tournaments usually are played the week after July the fourth. Mm-hmm. Rutherford County Schools will not be participating in that. I don't know if anybody around the state will play do that or not, but. But our, our our kids will not be able to do that. So you're right, and that's that's something else you can kind of put in the in the think tank as to what's going on. Um, we got a new coach at uh, at Laverne. Sure. And uh, and and he's he has had uh, some success uh, uh, at at Antioch and um, and another place I forget now where. Uh, so we'll see if he can uh, turn that program around. I, uh, so it's there's a lot more ifs than there are. Uh, uh, answers that's for sure the uh, the long-term problem that, that jeff will happen if if we're not able to play we've talked about this a bunch the, the financial hit that these schools are going to take they just they banned maybe one of the biggest budgets in the in the whole extracurricular thing is some of the high school bands we have uh, they're going to be out of commission too i mean it it, it, it just cuts so deep it does. It's just, uh, and and I think that's part of the reasons that that people want to talk about this, or they want us to go back so badly. And 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 I can't speak for the whole school board, but I want us to go back so badly. Uh, but you know, we've got to vote on what's and decide. I would think with safety, safety first. But it's just almost impossible, and and it's almost impossible for me and you to think of a year of high school and middle school sports and we don't have anything we don't have any band we don't have any football we don't have any baseball we don't have anything and it's just very difficult for us to accept that and to realize that that may indeed happen and as we discuss so often jeff uh athletics extracurricular activities in itself is not always about winning and losing it's there's so much relationships that are there that that are going to be lost you just simply can't go back and, and replace the, the kind of things that uh, that are happening in a locker room that bind people together, practice hard together, live together, win together, lose together, cry together, laugh together. Those are things that uh, we just got to find a way to get in in place as quick as we can. Yes, you're, you're right. And, and it's funny that you – but you mentioned this last week to the, a former player that, that, that you had, had uh, uh, talked to, you and Will Shelton, and I talked to a former player today. Um, and, and she played for me um, – 40 years ago mm-hmm. and uh, and we had a real nice conversation today and uh, and those kind of relationships and those kind of things that you learn from uh from being a part of a team and uh i've i have said and i don't know if you agree with this or not but i i have said many times uh that if i were a a um the hiring person yes. at, at a major plant or bank or something and uh and i would look at everything about a student that was coming in to me and how they'd done in the classroom and so forth but you know what i would really like for them to have done and uh if if we're going to have extracurricular activities as part of it and about half our students do something yes they do they do something um, a lot of them do lots of something uh, yeah that's right <laughs> they do more than that um but i i would ask them were you a band member yeah 
Now, I know you were, and I'm not yes. saying that because you're standing here. Sure. But, and, and the reason, and I have, a, I have a granddaughter that was a band member for years until her senior year, and it got to be just too much. And she was trying to prepare for college and whatnot. So she did not, uh, not excuse me, I'm, that's not correct. Her senior year of college, she, okay. did, she was not a band member. But she was all the way back to middle school. But the reason that I really like band members is that they are part of a big team and they get almost no personal recognition, where an athlete does. No starting lineup, you're trying to say. None. No, and they're, they're part of a team, player. and they better look sharp and do what they're supposed to do. Or they're going to be a band member very long, I can tell you that much, if that happens. If they're not where they're supposed to be and, and, and their grades aren't, that's the kind of person that I want. Sure. So all that will be lost. If if we if we don't if we have to well, go through all I, this, I, told I don't people, want that. When I was at Oakland uh, all the time, if I wanted something done, I really need to get something done, yeah. which was the manpower. I go to the band director. Sure, and and, and he would bring whatever I needed, move the chairs to do this, do that, and they would do it. Boom, boom, boom. You're exactly right. Yeah. I, I, now I like other people and all that kind of stuff. Good people can do everything. But if I had a choice and didn't know the person, I'm, that's one question that I would ask. Um, but I, I, I just and you write it. You were right, boy. It's so hard to learn, and I know we got to we got to go. But it's so difficult for the people to understand that it is more than winning a game or winning a band contest or whatever you might be doing. It's more important than that. It really is, and um, I. You, you can learn a lot from winning and losing, and that's uh, important lessons. All that said, you still want to make sure that winning is important, right? Yeah. you got to make that part of the deal. The effort is. The effort's got to be there. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Uh, First Bank, I forgot to mention them at the beginning of this segment, uh, one of our fine sponsors here in Murfreesboro, all over the state of Tennessee, First Bank, for all your banking needs. Jeff, uh, I'll see you next Monday. That is July the 6th, right? I believe that's right. So we'll 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 do that. Have a great I'll be here. Have a great holiday. Bye. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.